yourself there, uh, sir. Uh, Big Joe with us. Big Joe Dubin at Big Joe uh, with us uh, is our picking. Big with the Joe pickers. on the go. It is. Twitter uh, and Instagram. Yeah, and, get it and, right. Joey. And, and again, let's re- reboot the books. Yeah, and, buddy. And my question is, obviously, names of the books, where to get them, but how this came about. Uh, so I, uh, yeah, I've been writing for mainstream media now for three years. So somebody kept saying, you know, you put all those in a book form, it'd be great. Cause they're scattered everywhere. And I was like, all right, I'll do that. So I actually watched the Tennessee Pittsburgh football game college back in September and I had nothing to do. So I sat down there, I got a six pack of Corona, I sit there and I put it all together in a Google drive, found the link to Amazon, did it and uploaded it. And the next morning, I go to bed, you know, I'm a little buzz. I was a fun night by myself. So I go to bed, wake up the next morning, and I get an email. I'm like, and my phone's ding. I'm like, what's going on here? And it's Amazon saying, hey, your book has been approved. Uh, pick a stock photo out, and you're good to go. I'm like, all right, who's playing with, goofing off with me? And then I pick the stock photo, and uh, the book, unfortunately, was released on 9-11. But uh, it hit the stores on, 9th, on that Monday, September the 12th, and just took off. And I thought I'd sell four or five. But by the end of the week, I'm watching the book totals go up. I'm like, what's going on here? You know, and I, you do it organically. You do it yourself. You market your own book. And right. it did really well. And you started hearing from people. And then you started hearing from people around the country. You had no idea who they are. And they're commenting on the book. And, you know, and it's 25 pages. It's short. And it's sweet. And it gets to the point. And this took off called Create the Chaos. And then uh, I had an idea for the next book. And that came out January the 1st. It was called Screaming at God. And that took off. It was number one on the bestseller list on the faith category in Amazon, which is, I mean, there's like 404,000 books and you're number one. So I've slipped down to number seven now, which is fine. Uh, I'll get back <laughs> up. I'll, I'll buy some more books to get myself back yeah, up. There. Yeah, we'll buy some for you too. We'll get, you, we'll get those numbers back up for you. So it just took off and that's what it was. It's one of those things I've always wanted to do, but it's like, I'll do it. And my thing came down to one day or two day, you know, not number, like number one, or number two, but you figure out what do you want to do one day yeah, you keep pushing them back. Well, one day I'll do it. Or today, I decided today's the day. That's why I told you, Greg, write a book. Write a book of the evolution of you being in Nashville and sports and what you see and what you've been through. I mean, I'd read that. It, look, and here's the thing. Somebody said, well, I don't think I can write 250 pages. And I told John this on Sportsline tonight. You're not writing the Bible. You're not writing 18,000 pages. It's not war and peace, right? Give me 75 pages. My, sec- my first book's 24 pages. The second one is 61. That's it succinct and to the point you don't have to write all day long. the packaging how, do, how does that is that amazon does the packaging you for pick you? it all out yeah. yeah but the most critical thing though is the back cover because you got to explain your book in basically two or three lines and so once you do that people see that they buy it and then it goes from there it's an easy process yeah you can do it just people have to explain we were talking on Sportsline the other night um the whole idea behind create the chaos explain to our listeners what the theory is behind that phrase, create the chaos. So all too often you'll apply for a job, you get turned down. You apply for another job, you get turned down. Apply for another job, you get turned down. Like, well, I'm not getting a job anywhere. Well, what do you get? Two things you can do. You can go home and sit and sulk. Or like, you know what? I'm going to go do something. I'll go drive Uber or I'll take acting classes or I'll volunteer somewhere. And you start meeting people and you start creating this wonderful chaos in your life where, you know, down your resume, it's like, hey, I've been volunteering here. I'm taking out. So you just expand your brand more, but you got to do it yourself. You're creating this chaos so people could take notice of you. And that's when I was at Channel 2 years ago. Uh, we had the Titans preseason games on uh, for the Titans. And it would be like, Titans, Bears, Saturday at 7. Well, I know that. It's like, see Eddie George run. I can see that, right? Yeah. Why not have fun with it? So I kept writing these commercials for a guy named David Van Hooser who created Snowbird. 
I, I love this man more than life. He's fantastic. So one day he calls me up and he says, hey, we're going to do one of your promos. I'm like, great, 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 great. He goes, the only reason we're doing this is because you'll shut up and stop handing me promos. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> it was a Titans-Jags. It was the AFC Championship game. It was on Channel 2. I did a Blair Witch promo where I'm being – I had the Jags helmet on with the flashlight. I'm being chased by Javon Curse, And it was just – it hit. It got nominated for National Alpha Award, which Channel 2 had never done at the time, and it took off. So he's like, we're going from now on, you're going to do those. So two years later, we won that Alpha Award when I put a big Jeff Fisher sign on my back and walked around downtown with the cord unplugged, talking to people about Jeff Fisher, and it won that award. It got nominated for an Emmy, which I didn't win, of course, but it won the Alpha Award, and it just took off. So anyway, I created this chaos where you had to rec- you had to deal with me somehow, some way. Right. And I tell people, you know, whatever you want to do, you want to get up and lose weight, you want to get and change your life, create the chaos, get off your butt and do it. Because, again... Nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's yep. coming to lift you off the couch. Right. Nobody's coming to pick you up. It's up that, that, to that, you. That rich uncle, that, you know, is not going to pass away and leave <laughs> right. you five million dollars. That ain't happening. No, he's not coming. You're to probably do- not going to hit mega millions or the Powerball. Although I try. Right. Uh, <laughs> and you, as a, tr- a trainer, know this. How many times have people missed their workouts? Right. I mean, it happens. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who's to blame? You're, you're not to blame. Right. It's your fault. It's their fault. I mean, the, the, the I, 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 I beat myself up for that all the time as a trainer. It's like, uh, I'm not doing enough to motivate them. But at the end of the day, I realized after a couple of years doing this, you know, basically as a trainer, yeah, we, t- we, we teach you a lot and show you a lot and how your body works and yeah. nutrition and all that type of stuff. But you're the one that has to do it. Exactly. I tell my clients all the time, I'm only with you for an hour a day. The other 23 are up to you. Yeah, and you know, you know the the hardest the hardest part of working out is getting in the car, right? And going. That's to That's why I tell my clients all the time. I'm like, listen, <laughs> just get here. If you walk in the door, that you're fifty percent done. That's right. And then let me handle the rest. So that's what it is. It's about creating this chaos and being like, well, chaos is oh, it's terrible and things. Are, no, no. If you control this chaos, you can make it wonderful because in chaos, uh, there's opportunity, and so that's where the book came from. All right, Picking with the Pickers brought to you. I don't uh, care about that. <clears throat> I care about Tim Leeper, though. No, but picking, yeah, Tim Leeper Roofing, obviously Bento Living, uh, Chestnut Hill, Picking with the Pickers. We started Picking with the Pickers, what, Ten years ago. Ten years ago? Yeah. With Vince Gill. Vince, Vince Gill. for three years, came on with us every Friday. <laughs> he did. He was broken on his tour bus down in Iowa somewhere. It was Louisiana. Was it Louisiana? Yeah. All right, wherever yeah. it was. He, he actually, still called. He, he called. He was in TSA check-in line at the airport one day. He yeah. called and got out of line to call him with us. In fact, my favorite Vince Gill thing, and people are like, oh, he can't be that nice. He got a, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on a Thursday, took the red eye back to Nashville, came straight to the studio, and we were at another place that morning to that do morning. picking. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Well, I, said, I wouldn't do this for go, my family. Yeah, but then he had to go do that ragamuffin band, the Eagles. Oh, yeah. That so, was, um, anyway. What the heck is that about? But, hey, what we're going to do later, get ready. Oh, God. We, you... Because I've been partners with both of you okay. on the air. Right. Uh, okay. Pat and only one got that. We're going to have I a – we're going to have a uh, imitation off. Because I know – As long as it's uh, not closed off. I, uh, I know that – yeah, because I've seen that. Um, we're going to – and I am and I know which ones of you – which okay. ones you do the best. You don't do it enough. We could never shut him up. You could never. You you don't do the. I'm serious about this. Tim Corbin's pretty fantastic. Yeah, you're in. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay, by the way, is going to be at the Ryman uh, Auditorium. How about that? 
Uh, so, oh, Nashville. How you doing? Hickory dickory dock. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's that's, the second part? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Dane Clay, call back. If you want to talk to Big Joe, here's how. 615-844-5600. Tim Leeper is going to join us in about uh, 10 minutes or so. We'll pick a couple games, the two championship games Sunday. And But we got Big Joe here. Um just hanging out. Yeah, no, nothing. That's about it. Yeah, that's no, it. Joe's you know, with us. Well, it's it's funny because we talked about it the other night, and I always like to talk to the people. I've been here going on eleven years now, and I always like to talk to people that are from Nashville and have seen this city grow. I yeah. mean, in just ten years, I've seen it grow, and trust me, the cost of living is proof of that. But I always want to get the perspective from the born, you know, the natives, the people that are born and raised here, you know. From the time you became a functional adult, which is still questionable for all of us, right, uh, to where you are now, talk about the growth of this city and just how it's become the it city. I always harken back to my grandfather. He was a, a big wig with the Metropolitan Transit Authority in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and I'd go hang out with him at work in the 70s, and the MTA office and bus depot was down on First Avenue where Pinewood Social is. And that was all the MTA. But I remember going down there with them, and the only building around was the Tennessee Tower, the LNC building, and you know that was it. And you could drive over the Shelby Street Bridge. You know, it wasn't a pedestrian thing. And I always wonder what would he think if he came back. You know, I know it's an odd hypothetical, but just to see how everything's exploded. I told you tonight, there's a building I didn't recognize in downtown, the Four Seasons. I think it looks like Patton Cook. It's tall and skinny, right? <laughs> And so that's the Patton Cook building. So it's another building down there. And to see it explode up down there, it was just fan, it's just amazing. But also now, on the bad part of this, if there's a wreck on, like, I-40 in Bellevue, like I mm-hmm. told you, yep. well, it's going to back up to Donaldson. It's going to yeah. back up to Antioch. So to see the growth that we're not prepared to handle, it's kind of – Well, our mass transit is still oh. in, the, in the 50s. It with is. You, with your, with I, your, I yeah, tell people, hand. go back and watch the movie Nashville that came out in 75 uh. – the great movie now with Robert Altman directed it. There's a critical scene at the beginning of the movie. There's a traffic jam by Nissan Stadium, right? And there's a traffic jam, and they're chasing this country star, and there's a big wreck, and there's a big backup. And for those who have watched that movie, will know that it's, it was three lanes in 1975. It's three lanes in 2023, and there's no plan to fix it. Yeah. Which is just bizarre to me. Look how long it took I four forty to finally get fixed. Yeah, well, every yeah. mayor just kicks it down the road, right? And kicks the can, That's right? All they do. So I mean, I, I sometimes I say like, how can you fix traffic through downtown? Do you make it one way around town and do the exits differently? I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where it stops. Just tell half the people to leave. But they're all. I mean, they're <laughs> still <laughs> they're still coming in droves, and it's not going to stop for a while. But I mean, you can see just by the skyline what's happening in Nashville. What's happened in the last five years? Well, you. You mentioned Lowe's, uh, our first uh, five-star Michelin, all the Lowe's are. You know what's coming? You know we're getting a Ritz-Carlton? Oh, where? where is this uh, you're not going to believe this. You know, you're coming out 4th Avenue, right? And then you got you can you know get on the interstate. You come under the bridge, yeah. under that access, you know, right across from that. I know that there's that strip club right there. Yeah. That's, they're going to put a Ritz-Carlton right there. No. What my daughter told me, so it must be true. <laughs> so, <laughs> seriously, right there, whatever that. Well, you know the. Name. It's right outside. You know the name of the strip club. Yeah, it's going know. right down the Crazy ch- Horse. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Crazy Horse or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, well, JG, you know. Pony, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to stop. It's not. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know why that's not put it down. A Ritz Carlton, though. That's big time. Four Hell, seasons. we're getting In and Out Burger here. 
for God's sakes. Did you know that's not showing up to 2026? No, uh, yeah, that, this, there's going to be their corporate headquarters for East Operations. Right. It's going to be based in what? Brentwood, Somewhere. Franklin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Brentwood, Franklin. Uh, they'll have other places in other cities before they do here. 2026. 2026. I was like, what? Am I reading this wrong? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I had Whataburger for the first time last week. No, I'm not kidding you. It's all right, you know. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I, tell, I tell people all the time. I'm cool with Five Guys. I live, I live in Bellevue. There you are. There's a Five Guys right up the street. Right. That's Five Guys is expensive. <laughs> I mean, you go in there. Like I take, I took my son there one day. We get two burgers and milkshake, whatever. Five Guys burgers. It was right sixty dollars. No, right, right on through. Okay, we're we're moving right on through. Yeah. It was sixty dollars. I'm like, I'm not eating that. And I heard you do the Burger King jingle when I was driving yeah. in. Yeah. Burger King's fine to me. Char grilled, it's good to go. Yeah. I'm happy with that. I, a lot of times, I'll get like a Whopper after a workout, what? man. Perfect. No cheese, no mayo. Perfect. Yeah. You know? I'm a big Burger King fan, and I and I eat healthy. You know, but the thing about it is, I went. We had our fa- a little family reunion this past Sunday because of Christmas. We had illness, the ice, and all that. Yeah. So we all finally got together, and 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 went out to a restaurant. Uh, my brother-in-law, my sister, my daughter, my brother-in-law, and my son had all been sick. And and the one who treats himself the worst hadn't been sick. Well, until now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, if anybody's going to get Where'd sick. Where'd you guys go? Uh, Omni, Omni Hut? What's it called? Omni Hut and Smyrna. Smyrna. It's clo- Omni Hut and Smyrna closed. No. It's got a different. It closed. Omni Hut had been there since the early 60s. Hmm. A Polynesian restaurant. I ruined my day. Uh, went to Smashing Crab in Hendersonville. Oh, how was that? Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, All you can good, eat or good no? Plug there. No. no, they're smart. Uh, they're they you know, know it's that, that. It's that. It's, uh, it's you know it's that that thing you you know a, a young you know girl has her lemonade stand out front and uh, it's all you can drink for one dollar. So hands her the the lemonade. The guy says, well, "Can I have another?" She said, "It'll be another dollar." And she goes, "He goes, well, I thought it's all you can drink for a dollar." And he says, "Yes, sir. That's all you can drink for a dollar." That's right. <laughs> so now give me another dollar and you can drink some more. Oh, well, that Pogue got his first paper route. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> uh, paper route, mowed yards. Oh. Worked at the uh, boat dock restaurant where uh, I got fired for hitting a, a customer with a hush in a hush puppy fight. Nice. With our fellow <laughs> bus boys. Yeah. It was owned by our aunt, my best friend's aunt and uncle. You remember the one that ran the Boston Marathon yeah. who passed, passed away? Passed away. Yeah. He, had, he was there during the bombing. Right, remember we talked to him. He was sequestered in his hotel. He was uh, when we talked to him. Grant Klein, a lifelong friend, uh, but you know, he, we the, his aunt owned a restaurant, a really nice restaurant called the Boat Dock. Well, we thought everybody had left, you know, and it had like three sections. So you know, from all the days we had hush puppies galore from bussing tables, right? So we we always got into a hush puppy fight. We would take them and throw them at people around Western's campus while I was in high school. But anyway, I didn't know that this. Two couples were still in the back, and I doinked one off her head. Oh, and, <laughs> and, and, and so they, she raises hell with the my, the owner, the aunt, you know, and uh, and so and comes out and you're fired, you leave, go in, come here, I'll get you your paycheck right now. So I come into the office. No, she said, Cl- finish cleaning up, you're fired. I said, well, okay. And so I do that, and I circle back around, and the couple had gone, and and I said, I'm sorry. She goes, don't worry. I don't like that B anyway. <laughs> you still have your job. Oh, good for yeah, you. You still then. have your job. So she appreciated me doinking. Up. So what's the moral of that story? Hit people with hush puppies? Yeah. Is that, Hope yeah. for the best? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, I can do that. You know, I was. Well, gonna, I mean, that's creating chaos, is it not? Is Joe? it is. Good job, Greg. You created the chaos. I almost lost your job. I was on one of these. You know, there's a thousand billion podcasts out there. I was on one a few weeks ago. I'm talking about radio and things that are going on, and they asked what's the most memorable moment a radio ever had. And I go back, and you're gonna laugh. It was the Kevin Garnett interview we did years ago. Uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah, Kevin Durant. Sorry, Kevin. Kevin Durant. That's it. He was plugging some film. He was in some hotel in New York City. He had no. And you asked him. You said it was an awful interview because he was like, "Yeah, uh huh, yeah." And Greg's like, "Hey, Kevin, do you know what city you're on with right now?" (laughs) And he had no idea. idea. He says, "I got no clue." It was so. What what do we do? We just kept it. It was like a fifteen. We had like five minutes. We kept it like eighteen minutes. I just just, just yeah. kept going. Just it was awful radio, <laughs> but we were dying because we started asking questions that we knew he didn't have an answer to. Yeah, nothing. Um, I want to find the. Uh, hey, Patton, we'll do it during the break. I'll tell you what. I want to find the sound of Joe in my favorite radio moment. Oh man, I know. We still. I, I know you where you're you know going. where that sound is because you've played it before. Patton. I think so. Is it? Or have the gremlins eaten it? I don't believe the gremlins have eaten it. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll play that as a little well. All right, picking with the pickers, Tim Leeper Roofing, Bento Living, Chestnut Hill. Uh, let's bring in Tim Leeper. Tim, good morning. Say hello to Big Joe. Hey, Big Joe. What's going on, buddy? How's Tim, going? how are you, pal? Good to talk to you. I'm good. I'm good. It's a pretty day to be up on a roof right now, right? right. A little chilly. A little chilly, but at least I, the sun's out, right? Forward, I'm not on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> you got people for that, right, Tim? This is why his name's at the That's top right. of, exactly. of, the, of the thing. He's got so. people for that. All right. Uh, Patton, let's get caught up, uh, and I think we're uh, going to be able to declare a, a winner uh, because we've only got the two championship games and then the Super Bowl. we got two more we're weeks. We're not doing the Pro Bowl games? Uh, yeah, we'll do the what? The tag football, yeah. Give me dodgeball. the yeah. Give me the yeah dodgeball. I, I'll take Eli plus four. All right. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, last week had Sean Henry on. Uh, we'll quickly go through it. First game up, Jags and Kansas City. Jags eight and a half point underdogs in that one. They covered. Everybody picked the Jags except Greg. Uh, Giants and Eagles up next. Seven and a half points were the favorites. The Eagles, of course, they covered that one. Greg Pogue, you picked the Eagles. The only person to do so. Uh, Buffalo and Cincinnati. Cincinnati five and a half point favorites. We know how that one went. Cincinnati won outright. Everybody picked Cincinnati except John. And then finally, 49ers and Cowboys. 49ers three and a half point favorites. They win by a touchdown. Everybody picked the 49ers except Greg Pogue. So we are able to crown a champion. First off, we had a lone wolf in every pick. We had a wolfie. Yes. Yes. Sure did. Uh, everybody, uh, we are will be able to crown a champion today. A five-game lead with three games to go. Wow! So Our it's guest, over. Uh, will be the victor uh, this season. Uh, third, uh, second through fourth place is up for grabs. Tim right now has a two-game lead on John Burton and uh, Greg uh, four games off of John in third place. And as you mentioned earlier, Big Joe, that we are not very smart on this show. We're not. That the, the guest. Half of them don't even know who's playing. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, Jeff Coffin, he didn't. You know, yeah. yeah, Jeff yeah. Coffin, he wouldn't know who's playing. Right. Uh, anyway, all right. So, uh, Tim, we got beat by the guest, but I guess uh, the runner-up trophy, the silver medal, is still up for grabs with three to go. That's right. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, win big or go home, right, Tim? All right, Patton. Uh, are we ready to roll? Okay, let's uh, do this. Are you ready, Joe? I'm ready. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to ask you a little bit later. You never – the Kathy Lee Gifford one, though, that you didn't do, John and yeah, I did? Yeah, I listen. Oh, yeah, I know. Legendary. Yeah, I know. You text me during the show all the time. All right, so, uh, all right, let's pick the games. First off, it's the AFC Championship game. Uh, the uh, – uh, no, excuse me, 2 o'clock, the Eagles. Uh, Two-and-a-half point favorite over the 49ers. Uh, Joe, you get to go first. You're the de- guest. All right, so I will go uh, Eagles 49ers. Yes. So I'm give me the 49ers because the 49ers have a running back and went to Gallatin High School. They have a wide receiver with the Blackman High School. Uh, so I'll take them. All right. Tim, who do you like? All right, I like Philly, Philadelphia, man. They're just too tough. I, they, uh, you know, it, they, it, they're going to have to have some defense, but that offense is awful hard to overcome. I'm typically a defensive guy, but uh, they boat raced those guys last week. So give me Philly. JB? I'm going to be rooting hard for San Francisco to win this game because as a Giants fan, I hate the Eagles, but I'm just <laughs> not sure that Brock Purdy's ready to go into Philadelphia and have batteries and beer and God knows what else thrown at him and, things said about his family members that would, you know, make a sailor cringe. Uh, I think Philly's clicking on all cylinders right now. I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I'm going with Philly. All right. Um, although I don't believe it, because I think Brock Purdy's going to come back to earth, uh, just to hear the sounder, uh, I'll be the lone wolf and take the 49ers. Arr! Now, wait, I thought Big Joe took the 49ers. I did too. Oh, yeah, I did. So, so take, that, right. take that back. I can't. Rewind it. I can't. All right, and then uh, the Bengals and the Chiefs says flip-flop. Kansas City's a one-point favorite. Joe, we got any locals on on Kansas City or Cincinnati? Uh, Trey Smith, you know, Jackson, he for for Kansas City. But the Bengals all-time are 3-0 in conference championship games. They'll be 4-0 because Joe Burrow is fantastic, and those receivers are fantastic, and uh, I think Mahomes is more injured than they say, so I'll go with – uh, I'll go with uh, the Bengals. Tim. I think Joe Burrow's got something to prove this year. This is their year to win the Super Bowl. I know the Phillies hot, but uh, they're they're gonna they're gonna win this game, and I think they'll you know win it outright by you know maybe three or six points. But I think Mahomes is pretty bad off, worse than they're saying. JB. I think Mahomes is is probably a little bit more banged up than people are letting on, but I don't see him losing two championship games in a row at home he'll gut it out he'll find a way give me the Chiefs all right uh I'll take the Bengals uh in, with that in a basically a pick em game so that makes me right lone wolf all right Tim thank you buddy have a great weekend thanks Tim all right guys take care all right Tim sounds like me <laughs> Tim's like I can't do this uh, radio right, thing. Uh, uh, give me the Bengals. Just, me the <laughs> right, well, yeah, we're gonna get. We're gonna. Which, who has the best Jeff the Fisher? We'll do all of that. All right, we'll take a break. More with Big Joe the Go coming up. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac, and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl Meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl Meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. 
dazzling diamonds, royal rubies, elegant emeralds, and stunning sapphires. Now's the time to discover an exquisite variety of radiant prize-winning jewels that are set to take your breath away. This gorgeous one-of-a-kind display won't be found at the finest jewelry stores, but rather at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer with Jumbo Bucks Jewels Instant Games. Collect glistening top prizes of up to $300,000 and make every win sparkle. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, this is Joe Cordell. Cordell & Cordell is a firm that practices family law exclusively. We focus on only one area of the law to maximize our strength and effectiveness as advocates for clients that have everything on the line, their homes, retirement, savings, and most importantly, their children. We're the partner our clients count on. If we can be of help to you, give us a call. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Nashville area attorneys. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple to understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-715-9880. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-715-9880. That's 800-715-9880. Sponsored by Annuity General. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. It's a Bill King Show. Somebody asked me, this ascension of Tennessee football, is it sustainable? I think it is sustainable. They're recruiting ranking school. You can get A-plus personnel to Rocky Top, Tennessee. And the state is now way better than it ever was in its past producing players. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's like an itch on the palm of your hand. Big Joe on the go, hanging out here in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios, uh, 615-844-5600 if you want to give us a call. Uh, both of you guys do um, excellent um, imitations of people. So we're going to go around the horn. Uh, are we? Pick, there we pick, are. Pick one out, Joe. Jeff, uh, do, do, what? Well, I always like doing plaster because he's so well, full uh, of you've himself. Already, uh, <laughs> you know, I was like, hell, plaster. I don't know much about nothing, but I do know this. Watson, I do. That's all right. That makes me laugh. I'd like to talk to you about baseball. <laughs> when you look at the Braves bullpen, it's lacking that hammer, that closer, that guy that can shut the door in the ninth inning. Yes. You know, one time I was in Atlanta, I was down at the Omni Hotel, and Paul Ossenmacher came by and said, hey, 
Should hey, uh, I should hey, Paul, give me a strikeout today. Of course, the voices morph as he go on. You know, well, yeah, your Peyton Manning became Elvis. Uh, Elvis. Yeah, because Peyton Manning says, "Oh man, I tell you what, I was having the pro bonus with Eli Howard." Yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm just a singer. I don't know. I'm just a singer. That's Peyton Manning. Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, I tell you, you know, uh, <laughs> tough room, you know. Uh, I tell you, my wife's a terrible cook. She can't cook at all. I tell you what, in, in my house, we pray after we eat, you know. Uh, I tell you. Uh, you tell me if my wife's a terrible cook. Is meatloaf supposed to glow in the dark? <laughs> not bad. That's the other nice. day, my wife said, take out the garbage. I said, you cooked it, you take it out, you know. <laughs> What's the one about went to the doctor, asked for a second opinion? No, well, I called suicide prevention. They put me on hold, you know. <laughs> I no respect. No respect at all, you know. <laughs> Jeff Fisher. Oh, that was the best one because uh, I actually did it to his face one time. He had no idea. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Saturday. Because it's been a while to do it, but you just, it's breathy. It's low. It's like, uh, you got a formula for winning on the road. You know, you 10 and 2 on the road. And it, I haven't done it in a long time. But it was just like that, and he didn't bat an eye. He's answered the question. Because he would go on the road and win these big games on prime time. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was asking him. So Andrew Dryce Clay. <laughs> the clean version. There is no clean yeah. version. You got oh, it. it's unbelievable, <laughs> right? He's they, in some movie playing somebody's dad. You know, they what movie to, was that? They, they tell me you can't smoke on an airplane. You know what I do? The plane takes off. I light up. What are they going to do? Throw me off? <laughs> <laughs> and where is he Sunday night? Uh, the Ryman Auditorium. Ryman Auditorium. Don't bring your kids. <clears throat> if you're going to see Dice Clay. I would do, uh, I would, when I read, my son was there, I'd read him books, and I'd do different voices, and Walter Cronkite, he loved that one. Like, this is Walter Cronkite. But, well, curious George goes to the clinic. Uh, does he not have an STD? <laughs> we found out uh, some 35 minutes ago. <laughs> All right, let's get some calls. 615-844-5600. Kevin in Mule Town. Mulehead. Mulehead? Good morning. Little Joe Dubin. How What's we doing, happening, Little brother? Joe? How you doing? Little Joe has lost like a third grader, so he's looking great. So he's not Big Joe anymore. He's Little Joe. We're down. I, wait this morning. We're down 48 this morning, so it's gone good. What is that? Is that IQ or what? I'm trying to, I'm trying to do that plan. <laughs> I'm oh. to do that plan myself, bro. I, I'm trying to do eat better and get in shape and uh, do do the right thing. So, man, you turn 50, you know, you, you got to start thinking about stuff like that. So I'm proud of you, man. You look good. Thank you. Well, it was. I went. I was in I did a quick story. I was in Cheatham County, animal control, helped out, adopt a, a sweet dog, helped adopt out. And I stood on the industrial scale. I'm like, I don't see what this thing weighs. And I weighed 331. I'm like, What? And I said, the lady, I said, get your foot off the scale. And she's like eight feet away. And she's like, no, nah, that's pretty accurate. I'm like, good Lord. <laughs> wow. And I just did the rock and roll half marathon in April. I'm like, this is not good. So I just stopped. And I told John this other night. I just no, I haven't had a Coke, nothing since June. No soda, zero. And it took about two months yep. to flush my body. And then it just started dropping. Next thing you know, you know, I'm down today, 283 and a half. So uh, it's easy, you know, and just be smart about what you eat, exercise, and it's it's not difficult. People are like, well, if you're going to eat healthy, it's going to cost a lot of money. No, it really doesn't. You know, just be no. smart about it, and that's it. But thank you, brother. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling. I'm, it's not a diet because those are not sustainable. It's just a, a life change. Yes, that's what it is. That's what I tell my clients all the time, Yuli. Well, uh, 
Also, man, I got your book on audio. It's awesome, especially chapter two. It's in Peyton Manning's voice. Each chapter is a different voice, so <laughs> it is. He's like, it is chapter the two. One time I was talking to my dad. I was <laughs> not Gladys and Vernon, but Archie and Olivia. It was one of those things I decided to go. See that, now you went into Elvis. It morphed into Elvis. Oh, man. Uh, thank you, Kevin. See well, you, buddy. I, I, just real right, quick, sure. hey, uh, I, 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 I miss you, brother, but I tell you what, there's that John Burton who took your place. You couldn't ask for a better guy and a better replacement. It, it didn't. It, you just, it just keeps on rocking and rolling, man. But you just keep on doing you, man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, Muley. Well, Thank and, you, man. And JB was our only choice. It no. really didn't. Oh, absolutely, yeah. it was. All right. Clay. Yes. Just let me talk, Greg. <laughs> What's up, Clay? Hi, Clay. Big Joe, how are we? What's going on, man? And no, I have not seen Tracy Cornett. <laughs> you better. You better leave her alone, big boy. She's a married woman. She is, to the biggest man on planet Earth. <laughs> you used to tell me to leave her alone, right? Yeah, so you better. Big Joe, I got a question for you. No, I will not come over. <laughs> How many different studios did I bring you donuts to? Uh, Two? Well, I believe it was two. Well, <laughs> in the in the thing about the one in Metro Center... Uh, it's did unlike. Get, did he beat you guys to the show? You'd like walk in, yeah. he'd be sitting there, and be like, <laughs> yeah. "Hey boys!" Or, or no, we'd be sitting. boys. We'd be sitting there, and we wouldn't face you know. But Metro Center, it's not like here. We lock the doors, right? Right. right. And, and and it was, and we Joe and I were on the air, and uh, we turn around. There's Clay with a box of donuts. Like, what <laughs> yeah. the yeah, Can you do that again today? Hey boys! <laughs> I love your I love your picks, Big Joe, because I've got the 49ers. And the Bengals as well. That, that would be, be a, a uh, third time. Third time uh, those yep. two would meet in the Super Bowl. Those are the two hot teams right now, boys. And I'm old enough to remember seeing the first two. <laughs> I watched the first two. You know, the first Super Bowl, the Bengals were delayed getting to the Silverdome because of George Bush's motorcade had backed up traffic, and it was snowing. I'll never forget that. Yeah, it was, that. like, really cold and windy and snowy. Yep. That was a bad winter. I remember that. Bad. So, And then the second one was the John Candy Super Bowl. Yeah. Pogie. <laughs> Greg. Yes. He's here. Does Big Joe not have the funniest laugh of anyone you know? Mm-mm. It's a wholesome is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's like Paul Randall on the, on the House I Foundation. I have another <laughs> – I have another question for you, Pogie. No, I won't come over. <laughs> Big Joe. <laughs> Big Joe against JB. Arm wrestling. Who wins? Uh, JB does. He, no, J- I don't think so. I'm not a very good arm wrestler. It's all he turned the wrist. Right. It's, 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 it's right it's, through it's, here. It's your wrist and your forearm strength. Yep. Jason Guy. People challenge me to arm wrestle all the time. I'll be right. out hanging out and just, hey, man, you want to arm wrestle? I'm like, dude, I don't arm wrestle, you know? Yes, I have big biceps, but that means nothing in arm, well, next to nothing in arm wrestling. Right. You know Jason Gully. The, the oh, members, yeah. Yeah, the, he is a, at one time was ranked like two in the world in arm wrestling. He was undefeated. Yeah, undefeated. I've seen yeah. the YouTube of yeah. him. There's no way you well, can beat him. Well, and he's a great guy, Murfreesboro. Yeah. A, a veteran, came back after the uh, Army, or the Marines, rather, and, and played football at MTSU. Here's what I want to do with him. I, I mean, because he's like one of the best arm wrestlers in the world. Okay. Uh, go down on lower broad. 
because he just looks normal, you know, wear loose clothes. It doesn't show how jacked up he is. And, and, and just, you know, these rednecks that come to town. Uh, you beat him 50 bucks. But, you know, say, and get him everything. And, and hey, I'll be over there arm wrestling with him, and we'll be going back and forth, and we'll just sort of get people, hey, you want to. So you're punking guys. Yeah, yeah punk guys. Okay. Right? And, and for eight. Hey, I tell you what, we'll it's do. It's a hustle. Yeah, it, it we'll, is a hustle. It's, we'll, like, it's like pool hustle. You can't beat this guy. You, you know, well, yeah, I'm big, strong country boy yeah. from uh, McEwen or wherever. Is it a, yeah, that's maybe where Ralph Emery's from. Uh, so, and then you say, ah, I'll, I'll bet you three to one, you can't beat him. I'll give you three to one odds. Always on the hustle. We, we would, we, we would come out of downtown with thousands of dollars. Let's do it. With all those it's afternoon. And that would pay for a round of drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we need to take a break. Uh, Tony in Nolensville, you coming out. Big Joe, more of Big Joe coming up. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Needing a snow day? How about a dough day? Instant games from the Tennessee Lottery are bringing winning flurries and drifts of cold hard cash. With chances at breathtaking top prizes up to $4 million, sled to your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and score a chance at a dough day. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly. Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line 
Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com, you can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at T-Line Nash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville, Nashville's first curling venue is here. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. DW, how you doing? Hey, Daryl. One thing I think we've learned is how many race fans are in the Nashville market. This is racing territory. For all those people that have sat back and hoped and wished and prayed that the cup cars would come back, well, they're going to come back to Lebanon, and eventually I think they'll be back at the fairgrounds. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Some shows make you rip out the dial. Greg and John make you rip out the whole radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Strikers Bear Family Fun Center Studios. Pat and Cook, John Burton. Big Joe on the go in studio uh, this hour as well. And in the next break as we close, we'll uh, uh, tell you again how to uh, go get both of his books. Do it. uh, As well. By the way, guys. Um, a bit of our childhood has uh, left us. Billy Packer passed away at the age of 82, the longtime mm-hmm. uh, college basketball analyst for first NBC and then oh. CBS. 34 years in a row he, he called the Final Four. and he. What did he do to – he did something that made people mad. What was that? He was a very polarizing guy. Um, but a, a lot of people credit Dick Vitale for making college basketball popular. To me, it was Billy Packer. Well, Billy could not stand that Dick Vitale got all of that. And I'll just tell you, I'll, God rest his soul, yeah. I, I didn't think Billy Packer was a good person. Did he uh, hate Duke or North Carolina because uh, he went but, to Wake Forest? I, I, I could tell you some stories that would well, change, 20 minutes. Your, change your opinion if you have a good one on him. All right, let's go to the phones. <laughs> I've, I've, heard, I've heard not so flattering things about him. I just Professionally, though, to me, yes. he was – he was the voice of college basketball as a kid yeah, growing up. What's the guy? Uh, him and Al McGuire yep, uh, yep. working together. The most underrated announcer of all time is uh, he calls about Bill Rafferty. Yeah. That guy's love for college basketball oh without being pompous and overzealous mm-hmm. is amazing. He's, the to me, one of the best announcers of all time in any sport. And the kiss. It's great. The big fella. Tony in Nolensville. What's up, Tony? Tony? <laughs> Tony is actually uh, 10 miles from the state line, Greg. He's going up there to exit two. You know what exit two is. Well, first off, why are you in third person? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the way I operate, uh, buddy. <laughs> no, that's not the way you operate. That's the way Tony and Nolensville operate. That's right. <laughs>
I am a individual that worked for the government for 38 and a half years. Mm. Started in 81. And you're talking about seeing transformation of downtown yeah. the way I saw it and the way it's still going today. It's unbelievable. A lot of those people down there, I got their business license. <laughs> and, Is that right? Uh, <laughs> and then I went to work for the election commission, guys, and it went from we used to have only about 160,000 registered voters to all of a sudden we ended up with over 300,000. I mean, it's just a, it's just a continuing growth. This city that's has crazy. Done. It's been unbelievable. Yeah, that's, that's insane, man. And and you've got to attribute. To, 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 not, we know the it city stuff, but it really don't y'all kind of think it really started taking off when we started getting the Titans, when we got the Predators. Uh, we used to have the pro golf tournaments here. We had a seniors and uh, one or two uh, lady PGAs. And then, of course, we always had NASCAR. Don't y'all think that had a lot to do with the growth, though, as well? Sure. You get professional sports teams in your town that, you know, the, the profile grows and everything else grows off of it. Nissan North America headquarters would not be here if the Titans weren't. I'll just leave you with that. You know, Mitsubishi's here, too. Yeah. Oh, they're all coming. Uh in and out burger. All right. <laughs> uh, Oracle. Joe, I'm only, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, that's okay. Go ahead, Tom. I, I was going to just tell Joe, Joe, I want you to know, last time I checked, and you're a high school guy, I got my leg broke playing against McGavock in 1976. We put, the score when I got hurt midway through the third quarter was 28-6. to six. In the next quarter and a half, we put 29 more points on McGavin. What high school did you go to? Went to Overton. Okay. Overton. They used to have some heated battles. Yep. Big, good, great. But that game ended up being 57-13. to 13, And the last time I checked, that was the most points ever scored on a McGavin football team. I don't – if anybody's gotten into the 60s on them, I'm unaware of it. That's something you might want to look up someday. But we beat McGavick, ended up beating them 57 to 13. And uh, that's something I just wanted maybe you could check. I'm on it now. I'm checking now. And, uh, uh, but I thought it was something you might want to do. Guys, have a great, safe weekend. Let's hope everybody's team wins, which is impossible because then we wouldn't have a winner. So talk to you later. Bye, man. Bye, Tony. See you, man. All right, I think we're good. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back and wrap it up with Big Joe and a few. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's starleasing.com to learn more. 
Nation. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, this message is for you. Congress has passed $80 billion in funding to more than double the size of the IRS. 87,000 new IRS employees means more audits, collections, and penalties. This will make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border Control combined. Now is the time to call Civic Tax Relief. I owe the IRS $37,000. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Their tax resolution specialists can stop the IRS from taking money out of your paycheck. With Civic Tax Relief, they were able to save me upwards of $80,000 that I would have had to pay. For your free tax relief information, call now. 800-841-0908. 800-841-0908. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. 800-841-0908. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne. City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its growler filling station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. We're going to get into our routine with Daily Tennessee Jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one. And two. And three and four and five. Let's go. All of us Tennesseans are having fun now. Let's play and play. Work out a win with drawings every day when you play Daily Tennessee Jackpot. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers. And there's only one way to survive in the SEC. ABC. A always. BBC. Closing. Always be closing. ABC. A always BBC closing. Always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby. Got a few more moments and then we're 88 uh, out the gate audios because Zeusy tried to say Big Joe on the go with his little. Steve Cropper, Booker T and the MGs. Steve Cropper did pick him with the pickers for, what, three years or he so. He did. You know what's funny is that your little 88 out of the gate, whatever, I always laugh when we go back to the time we had Johnny Majors on the show, uh-huh. and uh, you said, don't get him going on politics, he won't stop. And, of course, I got him going Yeah, on you got to go there. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he oh, went there's like – Oh, there's a campfire. I, I think, think I'll pour some like gasoline on it. 15 minutes oh, yeah. and didn't take a break because he was hard-leaning left – I mean, uh, right. blue dog Democrat. And no, so no, no. he went off. No, 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 no. Far right. No, majors? Yes. No, he was no, left. Far left. Yeah, far oh, left. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
And then so, but but that wasn't the intention. He just went off. Well, and it was great. and a fifteen minute interview turned into fifty minutes. We <laughs> we just let him go. Right. I mean, you got Johnny Majors on, and yeah, and, yeah. and we just, I mean, just let him go, almost like Eric Hasseltine with the Grizzlies, <laughs> um, <laughs> or Hannah Storm. Yeah. Um, Lord, we this is. You talk about funny moments in radio. Okay. When we were over at Metro Center in the studio, you would come in and. Um, uh, well, let's listen to it and explain okay. what happened. But uh, like underneath, all of our electrical outlets were underneath, you know, the our uh, studio table. Right. Here, here's Big Joe. Craig Smith, the high ankle sprain. Uh, Mr. <laughs> the first, this is not. This <laughs> <laughs> Did you just fall out of your chair onto the floor? Charlie, you got to help me here, man. I'm dying over here. You got to. You can't leave, you can't leave me. Joe's out. Joe Joe's on the floor. just fell out of his chair onto the floor. What the hell? I'm back. Sorry. It was very graceful. I'm sorry, man. Are you okay? You're you're sweating on your forehead. I was. I'm back now. All right, that's good. Well, I'm trying to plug my computer in underneath there, and then you fell out of the chair. Yeah, yeah. basically. Happens. Yeah. Well, you leaned over. What happened? You leaned over, and the chair has rollers, and they scooted out from underneath you. Are you okay? Did you hurt yourself Ooh, down there? Can I get workman's comp? Yeah, get in line uh, for that. Uh, you are workman's comp. <laughs> I, I don't comp. think I've I don't think I've ever been on the air where my host has fallen out of the chair. Hostess, thank you so much. Sorry, man. All right. Oh, that was good. I, that hurt because I hit hard and I couldn't get back up. And and then you, you get up and you bang your head on the table yep. getting up. Oh man. Long time. Good times, man. <laughs> All right, plug the books. Got a couple minutes. Yeah, so uh, go to Amazon. First book's called Create the Chaos. Second one called Screaming at God, which was number one last weekend on Amazon and the new bestseller and down in the uh, faith category and actually religion and spirituality. So I was shocked to see my books at number one. I'm sure my mother, if she was still around, would be as well. And uh, I was telling John the night, my first book is in the Harvard bookstore. <laughs> Come on, man. You made it to Harvard. <laughs> you made it to Harvard, man. I, I was like, this is a joke. I looked. I was like, no, you can buy it through Barnes & Noble, but the Harvard bookstore. I Dude, mean, in that's Harvard. That's lovely. Like, there it's it is. Harvard. Can you imagine if they actually researched who wrote that book? They'd be like, how, <laughs> how the hell did this guy from Donaldson get a book in here? Get him out. We're going to send that clip to Harvard. We just listened to Do it. it. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Joe, all seriousness, I uh, couldn't be happier for you. Appreciate success, you, brother. Man. I consider you uh, one of my... Really good friends. Thanks, I'm just man. happy for you, man. Well, I'm glad he has one. So. <laughs> I'll be listening 9 to 11. That's and 2 to 4 with McFarlane's. I'll listen to that. Uh-huh. After that, I'm busy. Yeah, you're not going to oh, listen to the afternoon go. stretch, for God's sakes. Yeah, I'm busy after that. Yeah. I know. That, 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 uh-huh. that, that, Thanks that, for coming that, out, Joe. You bet, Love man. You, buddy. You know that. Why, 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 why? Why, 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 Go ahead, Greg. Every morning at 11. What? What? For years. What? 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 I'll talk to you Monday morning from New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. JB will be back to you. Right. Oh, here we go. Big finale. What? 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 What?